Be following Willie Moore and Moore. Back in the NRL. There's Willie Moore. That's forgotten how big Willie actually is. Perhaps the presence of Willie and the Panthers looking at his imposing frame. I'm a 25 minute man. Oh, you got skills, son. Uppercut right hand by Welcome to. Welcome. Welcome, well, welcome, welcome <laughs> to episode 16. You decided no headphones today, have you? No, I'm done with them. You don't like I'm them? I'm done with them. Letting yeah. those beautiful ears out. Yeah, I have world. to. It just fucking, I get real, like, I don't know, like in the last sort of 10, 20 minutes, I'm like, fucking ears are sore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. And I don't need them. You, you need them. You're the host. <laughs> I'm just sitting here. I'm listening. I just got to say some shit and that's it. I, it's funny because I. It's how do hear, you feel? Have you taken them off and tried it? It's just like a normal conversation, right? I've, I can hear too much. It is a normal. Co- the only problem but is when you have like, to hear I the prompts. Hear, you have I, to hear the prompts. Yeah, and all that sort of shit. Because I'm, I'm yeah. a prof- no, I'm a professional. I look professional. I am a professional. <laughs> <laughs> Neither is a professional. And I'll tell you what, Will. I uh, I read with great joy this week that some boffin at the Bureau of Meteorology, La Nina's gone. It's gone now. It's gone. They just they said it was going to be here all year, and now it's warm. Now it's give actually me, a nice give day. Me a summer back. When, when, when's summer again? Now it's La Nina. <laughs> <laughs> it's the other way around. There's no winter. Uh, how was your weekend? Good. It was solid. It was fun. Had a couple of birthdays on. A couple of um, farewells. Read a lot of uh, luncheons. Read a lot just, of books. It was just solid. 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 Just after like the rainy weekend, I thought, you know what? I might just chill, and then I just had a lot on, and I went, you know what, this will do. And now I'm in Perth tomorrow, <laughs> till Monday. You know what I mean? But I'm there for. There's a lot of work on. I'm over there for a lot, a lot of work. Why are you looking at me? It's like, I'm like begging I'm to me to believe. It. No. Begging me to believe it. <laughs> okay. But I got to be sharp. I got to be doing talks and luncheons and shit. So you know, be a few beers and everything, but it won't be as um, won't be as crazy as as I as I would expect. Like, was it but it's there, like I'm there, like I'm in Perth, so like I can do what I want any day. You can do what you want any day, yeah, anyway. I know, but I don't, <laughs> I choose not to. Do you know what? As well, last week you were like, I am not this I weekend, done. I was I'm not. done. And then you sent me a message on Sunday suggesting that you weren't probably but you had a drink on best. Thursday, so you're an alcoholic. I went Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it was my dad's birthday on Sunday, that doesn't count. Happy birthday, dad. But yeah, the rest of them, oh. I uh, didn't feel the best on Monday. You just money if you want I woke up and Anna goes, she goes, you all right? And I go, yeah. She goes, you don't look all right. That's nice. I've been on the piss yeah. for four days straight. I don't expect to. I also... I don't, I don't expect to. On Sunday, we went... I was... You know when you're day three and then we went up and coached Finn's footy and we are playing against the side. I won't say who it is, but it's in the northwest of Sydney. And I've nearly got into a stink with Blake on the sideline. What? It, one of our kids get injured and he goes, oh, they're good. It's like we're in front with five you to go. Question like the and he's like, oh, gamesmanship. I go, they're 12-year-old kids, mate. I go, are you serious? Oh, and then I, I, I had the moral high ground too for about... It was a proper argument. Pr- proper argument. Like in front of everyone too. And, uh, and I'm sitting there going, listen, mate. I go, they're kids. It's kids sport. And I had the high ground, like I definitely had the high ground. Mm. And then I just go, have a fucking look at yourself. Oh, you ripped that <laughs> oh, mate, I went straight at, And you went and straight I, to Toronto West. And then I started clapping at him. Oh, it was good. Really supportive for the kids. Excellent. <laughs> I said, though, at the end of the game, I said, look, I'm sorry for the way I behaved. That I said it's, you know, and I said, but I was just sticking up for my boys. And they all gave me a cheer. And I thought, yeah, well played. Yeah, well done. In reality, I was just abusing some rando on the sideline. He shouldn't be. He shouldn't be questioning young kids, man. They're gamesmanship. Twelve years old gamesmanship. Is there gamesmanship? Twelve year old. Shut up, mate. Whoever you are. Twelve years old. It was a head injury too. Anyway, (laughs) I'll see you in a couple of weeks, big guy. Uh, (laughs) Speaking of uh, gamesmanship, was the Lachlan Ilias hook? Was it necessary? Was it a little kick in the backside for a young player in his first year? Was it necessary? Was it Mm. harsh? I'm not sure. I looked at that game and I was just like, wow, they are so diabolical, South. I've never, I haven't, I haven't seen this sort of performance in years from that team. Could have pointed the finger at a lot of players. I don't think it would have done any good to grab a senior player off or anything like that. So it was the lowest hanging fruit, really. Young yeah. kid, played 10, I don't know, 12 games or whatever it is. He wasn't leading him around. His defense was pretty bad. He wasn't, he just, he wasn't playing his best game. And, you know, it sort of warranted it if, if you wanted to go down that alley or you just leave him on 
There's two options, obviously. Leave him on and let him try and play himself out of form, out of out of bad form, and just try and you know contribute in the second half and see what you got. Or you hook him. You know that he's on notice. You know you don't have Send a message. you do not uh, have the number seven on your back guaranteed every single week, mm. regardless of your performance. So that's the message that he wants to send. You don't, you don't, you don't own the seven. You're not Adam Reynolds. You're not like you know. You're not. You're not in that book where you can play that bad and get away with it. Yeah. So it is a good message to send. Depends how this young kid reacts to it. You know, is he going to be a man like and just be a boss and just come back and kill it and be like, yeah, I deserve that. I'm going to come back and play my best game for South and for the for the rest of the year. Or is he going to suck about it? That's he when you got to know. He didn't look like no, he was sucking. I, don't he looked, think, I think he's a pretty even kill kid. Yeah. So I think that's why the coach thought, you know, I can actually hook him and he'll deal with it. But you don't know. I don't think that kid's ever been hooked. So you'll see the next couple of weeks and that, just see how he reacts as a person. Got that's, two that's the difference between good it. coaches know who to hook, when to hook. And, you know, that's, that's the difference between knowing what sort of person they are. Because if you think about him being a first-year coach as well, like just say he hooked Cody Walker, for example. I'm mm. not saying that he should have, but I'm just saying if he hooks a senior player with that standing in the club... That's what I said. And he kicks stones and then all of a sudden... Like, I hate the term losing the dressing room. The ripple effect is massive. If he loses yeah, yeah, yeah. Cody Walker, he loses the dressing room. If he loses Lachlan Ilias, Ilias has still got to prove himself. So it's probably 100%. Like, I think, move. you know, it is a smart move. That's what I said. You're not going to hook a senior player in that position because, you know, Cody Walker, Cam Murray, all those sort of blokes, they'll come back next week or the next game they play for South and probably be the best players on the field. Where the message is, you aren't that dude yet. Yeah. So I want the next game or the next to finish the year off. In top form, I, I think it was I think it was ballsy, and I th- you know I think it'll work. I think um, the other thing South have probably got to be a bit careful with at the moment is, I think Walker and and um, Latrell Mitchell are off contract, and with the whole hoo ha with I mean look, Cody Walker hasn't Cody been off playing. Contract. Yeah, so he that so they reckon at the time that they when Cody Walker was probably the best five eight in the comp last apart from year. Munster last year. They let Reynolds walk thinking they had they would need the money to upgrade Cody Walker. Wow, I thought they signed Cody Walker for like four years. Nah, so he, so Damn. that's that's so now they're in a situation. Cody Walker hasn't had his best year, and then but they can't go. What are you the can have a one dolphins? year deal. Yeah, the Dolphin might <laughs> offer you like one point three, one point ten. You know what I mean? Like he's Cody's worth that. Yeah. When he's playing Ooh. well, it'll be interesting when Mitchell comes back and takes a bit of pressure off him because. Um, yeah. He He's, does need you know, help, man. Cody can't do it all. No. You know, you need help from your seven. You need your help from your fullback, centres, wingers. Everything forwards need to be dominating. You know, Cody's that sort of player. Like, most 5'8s are like that. They can't just get the game if your forwards are getting dominated. I don't care who you are. You don't dominate the game. No. That's how good defences are this, the, uh, in these days. You know, like you can't just get the ball, get it out wide, and then you score a try. No, man. So, you know, everyone needs to be doing their job. Well, in what's probably pretty good news for Canterbury, actually, because obviously the Dallium interim coach of the year is underway at the moment and Mick Potter's well in front, well in front, Amazing. two from two. But uh, Brett Kamali, he's not in front. <laughs> he's, he's That was the, the battle for it. The Tigers, the Tigers really, um, they're trying to find a coach, mm. right? And so you're saying our club's struggling badly. And we want you to come and coach. Cameron Serrato, you're the best young coach in the game, apparently. You come come to us. Come to mm. us. And then they dish up dropping Luke Brooks, Brooks two weeks out from the next game cannot and then leaking it that. to the press. I cannot fathom that. Then they sign Tyrone Peachy at seven hundred and fifty grand deal and then drop him to reserve grade. He's playing Reggie's now and they, they go, Well you can you yeah, you've got you can go and look somewhere else. And then well, we'll go into that later. But just looking at those two things, if you're a coach, you're not going near this joint, are you? No. Why would you? No. You need you need runs on the board. And you need to start building momentum like the Bulldogs are. That's what if I, if you're a, if you're an up and coming coach or a coach who's looking for a job, if you go to that team, if you go to that coach and go come and coach us, he's going to go. He's going to give you a direct no. Instead of mm, maybe I've got something to work with here, I see some potential. I'll just say like a, a, Wayne, a Wayne Bennett or a Craig Bellamy or someone was off contract, and they were looking to see if they had something there. If you're looking at the Tigers, or if you're looking at the Bulldogs, or you're looking at the the Warriors, all these interims that are in there at the moment, you're going to probably pick the Bulldogs for the upside, aren't you? For sure. And understanding that Kikau and Marnie, and you know you got still got Pangai and all these Burton and all these other kids and Fox, you still got something to work with where. It seems like a bit of a debacle over at the Tigers still. 
And do I coming out and saying he wants to play 5'8 as well, it does put a lot of pressure on... Who said that? Adam Dewey. Dewey. Yeah. He's, he's, Dewey. He's, go, he's gone, I want to play in the in the halves. And then you've got Hastings who you're not going to drop. Mm. I don't know, maybe Hastings walks and they're left with Luke Brooks still. Anyway, so sucks the, to be them. The other thing as well, just quickly, there was a podcast. Um, I think the bloke that does a podcast, he listens to our show, I think. So if you're listening to this, mate, well done. But he's managed to G up the CEO or the chairman of the Tigers and he sent some pretty... Just like give us a little bit of what the CEO, what his rebuttal was. So he's asked him to go on the podcast. I'm never going to ask him after this little abuse. He's never, <laughs> he's never coming on this one. What could possibly convince me to go on your podcast given the vitriol and abuse you have directed to the West Tigers? That's a good one. We're not immune to criticism. Sounds like you are. Um, <laughs> he, he says, as to your kind invitation to appear on your podcast... Passive-aggressive. Most passive-aggressive answer. I decline so that you can comfortably continue venting your spleen, which obviously appeases your need to be relevant. So That'll do. And, and, and this goes on for a while and it's petty, it's funny, but then it's just like, who's this coming from? And you're like, oh, that's the CEO of the West Tigers. And then you're <laughs> that's like... That's a bloke signing a coach. Oh, shit. That's a bloke yeah, signing a coach. That's the guy making all the decisions for your club. <laughs> so when you look at it like that, depends if you're a fan or not. You know what I mean? You go, fuck, how's he making decisions for the club? You know what I mean? He's, he's, he's sitting there arguing with a dude who does podcasts and what he wants to do is just like, obviously he hammers the Tigers all the time. Easy to hammer. Bit weird. I feel like he's, you know, like he's a very successful businessman, this bloke. You would think. Maybe, maybe he's, he's fucking had enough. <laughs> I think it's petty. I think it's pretty funny, but I'm like, then I just look at his... his what job that he has. Yeah. You can't really, um, you can't be doing that shit. No, you can't. <laughs> Although you can. You can. And he has. Maybe he's just gone, you know what? I don't give a fuck about what you're saying, man. Yeah. You're going to cop this because he's thought about that. He's, he, <laughs> there was about five drafts. Do you reckon he showed it to the missus? Oh, get on the net if you've got, you got a chance and read the whole thing. Uh, I don't know where you got it from. Uh, well, he's leaked at this place. How did he get the phone number in the phone? How's this place? He's, he's so the podcaster has the podcasters, leaked it. The podcaster leaked it straight away, as if you wouldn't. You get yeah, a, I know. I abuse like that. But how do you get the bloke's phone number in the first place? I hope it's not a GR. Maybe they were friends before this. <laughs> They're not friends now. Uh, anyway. So we normally go into the review style thing. <coughs> there's only one game in town this week. Well, there's more than... I shouldn't say that. There's more than one game, and we will talk about that because... Oh, it's international round. It's international round as well. So, obviously, we'll go to we'll Origin in a sec. Let's, let's start with the New Zealand-Tonga game. Because I, I watch so much footy. I th yeah, I also missed a lot this week, <laughs> I think. We'll be back, we're back and better yeah. than ever next week. But um, New Zealand and Tonga. New Zealand are strong favourites here, which, yeah. you know, that Tongan side's pretty good. Well, if you have a look at the spine of the New Zealand side, I think that's what they're going off. You've got Brandon Smith at nine, Jerome Hughes at seven. Um, I'm not sure who the six is. Dylan Brown. Yeah, Dylan Brown. And then you've got, uh, what's the name? Joseph Manu at, at one. You know what I mean? They've got a really good side. Then you've got both Bromwich brothers. You've got Sofa Solomona. You've got, you've got a fair side. It's a good side. They've got a fair side. So um, I look at the Tongan team and go, well... Nate, just say if we had a Tal Talakai and Tupo, would be a lot stronger. I think this. I think we'll be way better in a World Cup system than a one-off test. Do you know what I mean? But over there, apparently, eighty-five percent of the tickets are all Tongan because it's at Mount Smart. Yeah, remember when and they filled yeah, it? That and was it's going to be, and it's going. The atmosphere is going to be so good. The emotion is going to be good. Seeing both Huckers and the Sippy Tower, like it's going to be mental. And I just think we'll play off a lot of emotion and we'll come out and and obviously do our best but like I think New Zealand has a little bit more class as I said like just say with the Dylan Browns and the Jerome Hughes and you know they're, they're top three in their position you know like Brandon Smith and you know you got you know Joseph Manu arguably one of the best backs in the world at the moment for sure um, so that's it's going, to, it's going to be a big task for Tonga but then you have a look at our boys you know you got I think Andrew Fafita's back in the squad you got Fanua Blake you got um, Takayaho Tupanua I mean David Fafita probably in a World Cup squad um, you got Olukawatu, Taumalolo. They're just Kaloma names of uh, Kaloma Tungi, uh, Pangai Jr. Do you know what I mean? Like you've got some animals there, but then you look at the the core of it and you go, Harvili plays off the bench a little bit, mainly plays loose forward when he comes on, a bit of nine, but he's always, obviously he's a, he's a, he's a good nine. 
the seven, the young Armani kid, and you got Stags at six. Yeah. And I think the young kid who plays for um, for Manly, I think he's fullback. Yeah, cooler. So they've never really played together. Katoni Stags never played six. Um, you know, if you chuck a t- Talakai in there and a Tupo on that left edge with, with um, Kaloa Matangi on that left edge or someone like that in a World Cup stage, and then the right edge with Olakawatu and like even a Pangai Jr. and Takayahos and all those names and Taumalolos, then you'll talk. You know what I mean? And a bit more, um, a few more combinations with Armani finishing his first year. And if Stags is really playing six, understand how to play six. Like, then you're talking. You're going to have a decent side. Katoa and all these blokes, man, they're, they're really good. So I think we'll build into that World Cup, the Tongan team, where New Zealand might just be off that, those combinations with the Bromwich brothers always playing together. Hughes, Smith, you know, they play together all the time. They played in the Maori teams all the time. They, 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 but they play at a club level all the time. So that might get them over. Yeah. If they don't turn up, they'll get dusted But New Zealand. Yeah, for sure. And they'll be looking for that. They'll be, got, they'll, they'll be trying to send a message to Tonga like, hey, we're still tier one and you're here. And Tonga's like, you know, fuck you. We beat Australia in our last test and we'll take you out as well. And then, yeah. and then you've got this tribal shit going on, man. It's going to be ridiculous. It's going to be, uh, that'll be, that'll be one of the highlights of the whole, wa- whole round. I honestly think it should be Tonga versus Samoa, but New Zealand need a test as well. And who's that next best? It's Tonga. Yeah, for sure. So and- I think I think it's going to be brutal. I think it's going to be awesome just to see that whole Red Sea and everything like that. All the all the players with so much emotion haven't represented their countries for what? Just say two years, two or three years. Mm. It's a long time. I honestly hope that they don't because. I love seeing these blokes that have like because Tony Staggs gets dropped from Origin mm. and he's playing for Tonga. If if they move up, Tonga clearly are a tier one nation, yeah, right? But, that'll but suck if they move, you can't up, have them from Origin. Yeah, yeah, they can't do that because it'll ruin the it'll ruin it'll the ruin international it. game. Yeah, so they so can't. If they do be, it. They've got to be careful with that because if you have a look at if 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 uh, Junior Paulo, Crichton, Toto, Luai. Or drop, you know, if they can't go back and play for Samoa, if they don't make the Australian side, then they have to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it'll, it'll ruin it, the international it game. It cheapens the game. So hopefully you know? there's a bit of common sense showing there. But, probably I mean, you want... Be. No, it probably isn't. <laughs> we should run everything. Yeah. Uh, so what have we got here? We've got Samoa versus the Cook Islands. That'll be a touch-up. That'll be a touch-up. But you got, you got, you got to think of... Um, if they get Zane Tedovano and Dylan Napper and all that in the World Cups, it'll be a bit different because they've got experience and all that kind of stuff. We just need experienced halves. They've got some more up players, but they're going to they're get... They'll get hammered. It'll, it'll be first 20 minutes you're playing with a lot of passion. You just do the war, your war dance, all that kind of stuff, and then the cream will rise to the top because someone's got a stack full of NRL players. Yeah. They're stacked. And the, all the other guys are still playing for New Zealand, some in New Zealand, some uh, in New South Wales. Yeah. And Queensland. Throw Big Papa back there. Papa, Tino, Paulo in your pack. Yeah. Crichton, Luai, like even Dylan Brown, Simone. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. come on, man. Like, you, Matt Parrish, <laughs> calling you. He's Dalarium interim international coach of the year. <laughs> um, I think the other thing, Cook Islands, um, they're traditionally not as strong, and and um, I get that, you know. Yeah, it's just good that they're out there but on the good international on scene. That's well, it. Katie Ford, you know our good friend yeah. Katie, her brother Jono, he's yeah. um he's he's, oh, he's gone back to the UK, I think, but no, he he would be a good addition be outside. Good. Uh, Papua New Guinea against Fiji. Bags being a physiotherapist oh after my that game. God. Oh. Fiji's stacked, yeah, it's but good I don't care. Like I, I don't care where you are in your life, and you've been killing it. If you play against Papua New Guinea. I've been for, I've been fortunate enough to dodge New Guinea my whole career because I've heard horror stories. <laughs> you know what I mean? They all come out, and I don't. If you're playing against Australia or whatever, like if, if the Kumuls are playing against you, you know you've played in a war. So mm. the Fijians, they're big boys, but these like New Guineans, they'll be going at legs and hips, and just like they will die for their country. The amount of passion that they will be showing, I think Fiji should win. On paper, they have a gun team. But I don't care when you're playing the Kumbles, man. They're going to come at you. You'd almost rather like be up by six rather than be up by 30 because you know if you're up by 30, then they're just coming at you trying it to kill you. It doesn't matter. They're you know like, I, mean? I don't like, care. I'm just going to kill from, someone. From the first minute to the 80th, they don't stop. I am just going to So if you're someone. Fiji, you looked at that and you went, oh, do I have to, could I drop out of this and just play in the World Cup? Hamstring. I'm oh, tearing twinge. my hammy on Friday. Twinge, uh, Friday Arvo. Captain's run. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't believe it, coach. Ruben Cotter style. Yeah. All right, well, let's move on to the state of origin. 
Mm. Sunday night in Perth. What do you think about Sunday night in Perth? Well, I mean, I don't mind in Perth, but what about... I'm going to go to fucking Perth tomorrow. You'll love it, please. But what do you reckon about the Sunday just night over game? It, you know? Oh, I just hate it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's cold. Oh. I, look, I checked the, I checked the fucking climate. It's freezing. Till you send me a photo of you having airport beers. Yeah. Okay. So... <laughs> I'm um, just trying to lay low. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to play it down. Just like, I'm just going to go there and just work. Just because you work say like it doesn't two hours make it, a day. Just because you say it doesn't make it true. I'll bet I don't drink once. <laughs> what would you like to bet? I would like $1.01 and one cent that you do drink. And I would like a fair squad going every, like, because of all of us have retired and we're all doing like gigs and events and all that kind of stuff, all separated. But like, there'll be one time we're all at one event and it's going to, that's when you're going to have to, I'm going to have to really draw in some strengths from somewhere. Go, I'm just going to go home and watch Netflix. Henry, I'd like to change my bet to Willie getting on the piss for $50. <laughs> Four million to one. Guys like Joey and Wendell and all that, all that sort of old sort of crew were all on the same sort of circuit. So it's like, it's inevitable. Sounds quiet. Uh, so... Just, I'll give myself one day. One day. One day. Does that day go for 72 hours? That day goes till Monday. <laughs> uh, New South Wales and Queensland. New South Wales are favourites. Why? You know what? That's the Reuben Cotter effect. I reckon Reuben yeah, Cotter's right. a huge loss what for them. But Hammy on the weekend. Yeah. He's spewing, man. I, I think he had a niggle and then the niggle turned into a twiggle and he Too went tough. out. But um, I don't know about New South Wales being favourites. They start favourite every single game. I think this team is better than game one. It is better. but It's better because look at that forward pack. You're picking, you know what I mean? I'm happy with that. Payne House, Coruscant, Jake Chaboyevich, Murray, Liam Martin and Isaiah Yo. Obviously, uh, Appy's coming in for that combination with Cleary, Luai, Crichton on the right side. Liam Martin will play left back row. Still got Burton. Then you got Toto. It's like eight players from, from Penrith. So we're going with just continuity and just like, you know, every all these players playing with each other. Every single week, winning competitions, being successful, we're going for that. Combinations. Combinations and just like that fluency through the ruck. I think we can give Isaiah Yo a bit of a pass because he was fucking knocked out for 15 minutes. <laughs> so his timing was a little bit off and everyone was like, oh, the lead runners are off. And I'm like, the lead runners were probably like at 100% and Isaiah Yo's at 60. Yeah. You know what I mean? So his timing was off. He dropped the ball, like real uncharacteristic things because you never see Isaiah Yo make a mistake. No let alone some couple of missed tackles and like a little bit, the timing was off with the lead runners to go at the back, all that sort of shit. That was because he was off. The bunker doctor said he was sweet, they will. Yeah, they're usually yeah, right, aren't they? I was looking at that and went, oh my God, he's going to get fucking taken off, we're done. Straight away. Um, and well, I let's, just, I, let's I talk about that. the new additions, right? Let's t- we'll go through the New South Wales teams first. So the new additions, Matt Burton, now that's that's probably a replacement for injury because Jack White and, you yeah. know, he got, the, he got the spicy cough. And then we've got Corey Asau, Starting and Cook on the bench. We both said that it looked like it was a good idea for um, for Corius out to come in at eighty minute hooker. So that's a good change. Trebojevic had to be there. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no question Trebojevic had to be there. And for anyone who's saying, "Oh, he, he hasn't made a break," he's not there to make breaks. He's there to show yeah, your middle up. So like snap Munster when it's, Munster's coming across field, he do you reckon he misses him like Madison did? Oh no, not a chance. He wouldn't have missed him the first time. So the thing is, that's what that's what they're going for. They're going for like back to origin players. When we said it at game one, I was scared that we didn't pick out the first game is so important. You got to pick vets. You know what I mean? Like you're letting you know. We've already spoken. We review, reviewed the first game about you know Carrigan and, and and Cotter and all these guys running massive meters on us and looking like absolute vets against us. Now we're picking guys who just can do the job. Everyone who played in the middle in that first game. He's just looking for redemp- redemption. Yeah, for sure. They're so angry. So this this game, I'm thinking, it's it's we'll, we'll get Queensland. I, I couldn't be more confident in the team that we've picked and how we've picked it because the plan would be just similar to what Queensland did to us. Ben Hunt come out, he was running around, and then he had good combinations with Tino and all that kind of stuff, and then. Well, the dog, so just to keep everybody, my dog has been, he's been really good the last few weeks and now he's barking at the front door. I think he might need to do a poo. We'll just open the door and we'll let him out, you know. And this is is what's the great thing about uh, my dog. Just when you think that he's behaving himself 
he comes in and just destroys things. It's good. I love that's him. what dogs do. So, so, so I think that's that's what their plan is. Appy, set the tone in defence, get the boys running through the middle, good angles, Isaiah playing with, you know, like good shape, all this kind of stuff, get Payne Haas running hard, nice and solid. Cam Murray, quick play the balls, Payne Haas, quick play the balls, get through the ruck, burn the ruck, and then bang, put Cook on for the last 15 minutes. If you put Cook and Paulo on in the last 15 minutes... Like they're gonna, that's that's their plan. Like they did to us. Do you know what I mean? Like they're, they're gonna try and we're gonna try and just blast their ruck and then look at the quality outside and then rely on Cleary being on. Rely on. I mean, Teddy's always on. Rely on Luai being on. Rely rely on our brilliance. But our middles have got to take accountability for that loss in the first game. What do you think that the addition of Talakai? brings to this side because I mean it's it's probably out of the other you know Crichton's been there done that Trebojevic been there done that Coriosau has definitely um you know definitely yeah, um play, play, you know he's, he's played enough in to, to be there but the Talakai one I mean look Talakai had that game where Morgan Harper um you know was yeah. was it nearly, know, ruined his it nearly ruined his career but um oh, look explain to me why you think Talakai's been picked. Well, I would only think, because I don't think he's going to come into the back line. I mean, he's he, he, he might be that sort of safety blanket if a, if a back does get injured, but you're not going to wait for a back to get injured if you've got a person like Talakai on the bench. Yeah. Personally, I think that's probably the hardest one I'm looking at, Crichton or Talakai. Who do you pick? I'm still going to pick Crichton because he's played there before, and I think he's a beast at origin. Then I'm picking Victor Radley. Mm. That's my guy. That's what. That's who I want to be out there because he'll change the game again. He can still ball play. He hits like a truck. Runs really good. Fit as hell. Everyone's not worried about his fitness. He's one of those guys who can just turn up to fitness and blitz the shit out of everyone after being injured for two years. He's got that sort of motor. I wouldn't be worried about his motor in Origin. No. You, give me ten minutes, Victor. Finish. Finish. You know. Finish the first half on. First half off, and then set the tone in the second half. Yeah, and then come off. There's twenty, there's twenty, twenty-five minutes there. Just give me everything you got, and you, he doesn't get that opportunity at the Roosters. No, that's he just right. gets eighty minutes in the middle. You know how many times you got to, you got to pace yourself, you know? And he doesn't know how to do that. Imagine you just said you give me thirty minutes of your best football. I'm fucking scared if I was Queensland. Yeah. You know, you think Carrigan's going to run 190 metres? No, he's going to be under Big Papa. He's going to be under Tino. Big guys don't like getting hit by guys like that. I'd rather be running at Tino and I'd rather be running a big... Oh, not, maybe not Papa, but like bigger, bigger guys. Because you know he's mean? going straight Because it's you, mainly all made up upper, upper body work. Victor hits you in the guts. He hits you around here. Like same as Jake Trebojevic. They're so effective and same as Cam Murray. They hit you in spots where big guys, they, you pop the ball out. Could be could be a little bit dewy over there. The ball could be gone, but the, you get hit and you stay hit. Yeah. And that's the thing where Talakai, maybe his plan is, is um, you know, start at Bikorosau and then you put Paulo, Cook, and Talakai on and just run through the ruck. You know what I mean? For that last 15 minutes, if, it, if, we, if we get the ascendancy in the middle, and then you put Cook on and we blast the ruck. Offloads, second phase, Tedesco, Luai, Cleary, everybody on. You know what I mean? And then start it with that second half as well. So you've got a decent pack because he could play lock. You know what I mean? Like he could play like anywhere in the back, just your front row. You're just in the middle, Talakai. You might bring Jakey off. You might bring someone off and just go bang. And he's quite fit. He plays decent minutes in the middle, Talakai. So I think that might be his plan, Freddie. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I can't think of anything else. Mm. You can't leave. You can't wait for a, put for an outside again. back to get to get injured. I just don't think he'll do that. I just think he's a big body. He hits hard. He can play in the middle. He can play on an edge. He can just play. So I don't think you're going to use him as that little ace sleeve up, ace up your sleeve, and then not like use him in the last 20 minutes. No, I'm going to mm. use that kid in the first bit. I want him to come on, just bang off the, off the nine. He loves contact. He loves that shit. He's only playing in the centres because of injuries. Yeah, it's usually a back rower. And they're using him like a battering ram anyway yeah, at Cronulla. Like yeah, he, exactly. He, he, Please, used, he takes those you know, second like, hit so ups. Can you imagine if you change his mindset? You're in the middle for 10 or 15 minutes. Give me everything you got. Yeah. He's explosive. Mm. He has that in him. So that's that. That, that would be Freddie's idea. Freddie's not looking at him play left centre, just because he smoked uh, Harper in like you know ten weeks ago. You're not looking at that. You're just looking at his body of work and how he runs and how he hits. And he's got a little bit of foot in him. Well, here's the thing, Will. What? Because there's two there's two schools of thought with this. So Fitler has obviously made a lot of changes, some force, some not. Mm. So you would assume that what that means is that he potentially thinks that he got the first team wrong or that, you know. So 
people are like, oh, he's made all these changes. But surely as a coach, if you've like, what's he supposed to just pick the right side, the same side, and then give him another chance? Like no. if he loses his game, he loses this his is the This is, hey, this is the most important game Freddie's faced in his whole career. Yeah, for sure. This is the, you know, and I'm glad Freddie made these changes because it takes a man to go, you know what? I might have fucked up with selections in that first game. I'll go back. I'll get Trebojevic back in. I've been Crichton back in. We can all say, you should have done that in the first game. He fucking didn't. Yeah, that's right. So he's now he's making up for it because game two, ball, everything is on the line now. So he's picked players that will put everything on the line. So I, I, I give nothing but credit to Freddie and Benzi and, you know, and um, Brandy for going, you know, we might have stuffed up with Madison and Campbell Gillard and all these blokes. We should have picked some proper vets in the middle, toughen that middle up. We go again. We give Cook a bit of a rest because he plays 80 minutes every single game, mm. every origin that he's played in the last three or four years. Let's just let's mix it up a bit because he probably would have saw ben, like, and everyone's got a dish copying off Ben Hunt and Grant. Yeah, well, it works. It does work if everything goes good. Yeah. And if, if I have Cook, who, if you've got Cook and Appy and Grant, they're the top three hookers in the game at the moment. So we've got two of them. It'd be stupid not to use two of them, to ha- especially how they play. How Appy plays, he's a little bit more, he's a bit more of a traditional hooker. You know, he comes out, he plays with his forwards, he engages markers, he's got that skill set, so that beautiful combination with Cleary and Isaiah Yo. The timing is all is is so critical in Origin, and then bang, get on Cook and just don't even think, just fucking run. Yeah, marker down, run. Payne Hart, split him in half. You know what I mean? Junior Paulo, run as hard as you can. Don't you know what I mean? Like Jake, run as hard as you can. He's picked the right players. For you know that what I mean? Game. For yeah. this game. And then fuck if they do the job, obviously pick them again. Yeah. Because our, our 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 backs, our, our back three last week, uh, first game, Teddy, Teddy Toto and Tupo. They're all good. making 600 metres. Yeah, they were good. So they're all right. Burton on that left edge, it's all about combinations. You're gonna have Liam Martin on that left edge. You got you got that whole they don't have to think. Training just it's like a training run for him. You don't have to worry if he likes it on the, he likes an out ball, if he likes it like this and that, because you know what you know what Burton brings. Liam Martin knows how he plays. Liam Martin was playing on that left edge a lot because yeah. Kickout was playing off the bench. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's it's all about combinations. And then you got more of a spacious on that right side with Crichton, and you got uh, Cam Murray. You know what I mean? Like, and, and Cleary's just got to steer that ship, steer the ship. You know, like you still got. Some, I think we still win the series. Yeah, that's how confident I am in this team. This team. Not game one. Not the this game team. One team. You can still we can still sit here and you know nitpick about Talakai and, and all this sort of stuff. But like you know what, fucking is what it is. If that dude comes out and just plays like an animal, like we think like he, he should. Yeah. I'm like, well, you'd rather him than Vic, if you're going to think Victor than him or um, Jordan McLean. That no, nah, he's and you don't think he's going fucking hearing all this noise. Yeah. Thinking people like they don't think I belong out here. If you're worth half your fucking soul, you'd be out there and you'd be terrorising Queensland. I, I don't want to tackle him. No, so right. Queensland, the Queensland side, there's been a couple of changes, mostly through injury. So mm. Tua Lungi's in um, because Xavier play, Coates, um, he's so good. He's so <sighs> what good. What he's been doing, man, it's crazy. And then they've also, um, which I think is the biggest loss for them, given the way he played in the first, was no Ruben Cotter. So they've started um, for Suomar Ali at... Uh, at lock, they've brought Collins up into the starting side, um, and they've brought Jai Arrow into the side. Jai Arrow and Cotter are different types of footballers, you yeah. know. And I think the way Cotter plays, Jai Arrow's an Origin player, man. He is, yeah. And I swear to God, if Cotter played this game too, he would not have nowhere near the impact that he had in game one. No, neither will Carrigan. Because the middles will hold themselves accountable, and so will Freddie and so will Bedsy. These guys won't even get over hundred meters. Because their heads will be on a platter, so to speak. Every time they get the ball, they'll be three in, and they they, they will set that tone. They have to. But who who steps up? So Cotter made what fifty something tackles. Who steps up? Do they spread it around? Because they had just him planted in the middle, basically just tackling for eighty minutes. Tino can play big minutes, man. Yeah, that's true. Tino does. I mean, like you got you still got Big Papa who played hardly any minutes. He played the first sixteen minutes and he played the back six. Yeah, that's very weird. But that was only because they had so much ascendancy in the middle with Carrigan and all these other blokes. You know, like even Lindsay Collins played 35, 36 minutes. Played like a quality, beast. yeah, quality. quality, wasn't it? Yeah, you know. So all these guys are pretty, very one-dimensional, but they just ran harder. Where now it's our turn to do that. You know, we we we've we've got the team. We picked the team. Freddie's got trust in these guys. The whole fucking New South Wales has relied on this team. I was just saying before, like you don't really understand 
the whole ripple effect of like New South Wales playing Origin. You just think, you know, when you're younger, you just play, yeah, I'm playing Origin. But then you get these old vets coming in going, and realise, you know, it's not about you, it's about your fa- family and your, your kids and and um, the kids going to school saying they got beat. You know, like the Queensland is like saying, you know, like teasing your your son and this and that, and then your mum's mm. getting teased and your dad and your brothers and everything. And I'm like, fuck, <laughs> shut up. I thought it was just about me. I'm just going to get out there and you just, because you've you got to hone in and just say, look, you just got to worry about your job. But you start worrying about that other shit about a kid going to school the next day, copping shit. Fuck that. I don't care. Mm. You know what I mean? You just worry about your job. But like, once you understand that, you're like, oh, fuck. Don't tell me that because you sort of you understand me standing outside in now looking. I'm like I know how big it, the magnitude of Origin is. We lose, it sucks. Yeah, ruined. Everyone's oh god, Origin's over. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's then everyone wants that SunCorp decide. I probably I reckon everyone is going. Thank fuck, Queensland won game one because I reckon we get game two series over. Yeah. That's what I reckon people were thinking. Please get game one because they reckon we'll, I reckon we'll get game two. Then we can go Suncorp and see what happens because everybody wants that. The viewers want it. Everybody, you know, it's all about, hey, it's all about the views. All about that money. Yeah. That, hey, Suncorp, home, home of origin, all that sort of shit. I know how the game works now. You know what I mean? It's all about it's all about bums on seats, going to be sold out, all that sort of shit. But you want a decider at Suncorp. That's what everyone wants. You know that? Yeah. Last year, I was at like I was. It was a dead rubber, and it was still crazy. Can you imagine? A, can you imagine a game up there? We haven't had a we haven't had a decider at Suncorp for years. No. The game wants it. The game is sitting there, like just say the NRL and everything. Just going, you better win, New South Wales. You better win. <laughs> we might get those little 50-50 calls. That happens, apparently. Apparently, hear that Queensland run dead, <laughs> so, run dead, so that we you know can what have I mean? a decider. I just know what the game wants. You know what I mean? The game wants a decider at Suncorp. I want a decider at Suncorp. So do you. Everyone wants that decider. Yeah. I don't want a dead rubber. No. Especially the sides that we have. They're pretty even, but we should we should win. So where is this game won and lost? In the middle. In the middle? Same as last game. In the middle. We lost it in the middle. And then that showed quality, like, from Munster, he started showing up. Ponga started showing up because it started decimating our middles. We weren't making any ascendancy through the middle. We weren't making big yards. There was no offloads, no second phase, nothing like we have been doing the last three or four years. You know, so then, you know, Cleary's direction, Luai's and all these combinations around that, couldn't they can flurry, but it goes off their middles. Like, you know, Junior Paulo's got a big job. Like, Payne Haas has a massive job. He's our man. Yeah, he's our best forward. He's the best front rower in the world. You know what I mean? Like I need, I need a nearly an MLM performance from him. That's what I'm looking forward to. Like, and that's what I'll say. I don't think we'll see Cleary and Uluai being their man of the match. This game will be one in the forwards because I know every single middle for New South Wales would be pissed off and embarrassed, and they want that another crack at Queensland. Junior Paulo's got that. He's got that chance. Liam Martin, Cameron Murray, Isaiah Yo, Payne Haas. You know, they got that second chance that that Tarek Sims would love, that Campbell Gillard would love, like that Madison would love. You know what I mean? The flow-on effect as well is if the Fords are going well, then Cleary's going to run off the back and of it. it activates and Cook It's hard to, yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, we've got quality, quality players. So do Queensland. But I'm like, I think we're a better side than Queensland. I'm like, I can understand. I played against Queensland sides. I'm like, we're not better than these guys. Mm. We would have to be like a 10 out of 10. Every single one of us in Queensland would have to be down for us to get this series. That's how, like, you understand what sides are better. Where I think at the moment we're just a little bit better. You throw Turbo and Latrell in there, which they're not, then we're a little, then I can actually say we are way better. But it evens up now. Now, and, and, and we stuffed up defensively. We've already been through it. Where Ponga went short side, was man on man. When, when, when um, you know, DCE slide, you know, like Tarek slides too much, there's no inside support. Like, two tries, like, they weren't tr- origin tries. No. You know what I mean? Like, they're training tries. So you think the defense is going to be a lot more stout, and I just think you know we have that we have that caliber of player. You give them this opportunity, they want this opportunity. They're going to grab it and go, give it here. You know the Cam Murrays and all these. They want they want this opportunity. As a player, you want this shit. You want to go over there and fucking take Queensland on. Then you want to go up Suncorp and you want to beat them in the fucking home ground. Yeah, that's what dreams are made of. They got an opportunity to do this, and if, I know Freddie's echoing the same things that I'm doing. You know what I mean? So is Brandy, so is Bedsy, so is Fitzy. They're all in there. It's an opportunity to make some really good history here. When you did that Canterbury thing, you know, when they did the gap before the game and you were talking yeah. about, 
I really like that. That was another one. We oh, was just it? did that. Okay. It was good. I just I nice. want to play now. <laughs> I'm just old and fat. <laughs> so just quick prediction. Uh, New South Wales to win. 13 plus. Man of the match. Payne Haas. Yeah, Payne Haas, yeah. Yeah. It has to. One of one of the middles. All right, I'm gonna say New South Wales one to twelve. Man of the match will be I'm biased. Damien Cook. Yeah. Um, Damien Cook off yeah, the bench. Off the bench. It's big. No, he won't really be. Yeah, what who do you reckon? Who do you reckon? <laughs> nah. Just say I'm gonna say I'm gonna say man of the match has to be one of the forwards. So uh, I don't want to say pan. He comes Wookie. Uh, we all come back. We had to shot. send him out. Leave him in the shot. Uh, well, I'm gonna say man of the match to Isaiah Yo. Yeah, fair play, fair play. I think it's gonna be a middle. Big boys. Fuck that one. Willie's big boys. <laughs> Oh, the big boys were at it again. I actually watched, you know, the KO minis. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I, that's how I caught up on all the footy. I was like, who played here? The Sharks Titans. Oh, it was wow, a, yeah, you did, bro. I did, yeah. Yeah, I did. So that was on Monday. I was like, oh, oh. what am I going to do? I was sitting there just hung over going, oh, fuck, I've got to watch all these games. We will talk about this after the show, will you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, so I watched the St. George and the South game. Sober, I did watch that game because that was the Thursday night game, right? Yep. All right, so my party did start on Friday. Yeah, you so were Thursday, fine Thursday. Yeah. So I was fine Thursday, and I just watched that big Blake Laurie just going, like the big man made over 200 metres, like 20 touches. I was like, I was just happy for him because he is a big boy, but he just hasn't been on the board because St. George has just been sucking. Mm. So he gets my one point. Can you read him out in the correct order? <laughs> you got to understand, people at home, when I put these things down on our group text, I just put them like just randomly. It could be like two, three, and one. And Ian must does have OCD, in. does his head in. Does my head in. Two points, Junior Paulo against the Roosters. I'm just simply going off who they played, the magnitude of the game, because the Roosters were up for this. Junior Paulo's probably pissed off from his performance in Origin. Come out, took it out on... Um, on the roosters, I think it was something like 220 meters, like 30, 68, 60 something minutes played in the middle. You know, same as Laurie. I think Laurie played like 60 minutes, a really big minutes for these big boys. Um, so he can have two votes, three votes. Taumalolo against uh, Manly. Did you watch that game? No. <laughs> I watched the mini version. Anyway, so he's he's back to his best. If anyone starts questioning that guy. And his relationship with Todd Payton is an idiot. Obviously, they had a few injuries and everything last year, and Tamwala was just like not. He did, your best abilities, availability. I always say that, and he was playing busted, broken hand, hamstrings, all that sort of shit. Obviously, had a full preseason. He's back to averaging like 190 meters a game, so he's back at his best. And just the way they won at Brookvale was one of the best wins of the year. So you need to watch that. So three points goes to Jason Tamwala. So. Our leaderboard at the moment is in third place, Campbell Gillard, Talakai Painhouse on eight points, second, Fisher Harrison Jr. Paul on 10, and guess who's back? Jason Taumalolo in the lead outright on 12 points. So in the last couple of years when we've been doing this, I mean, he was injured a couple of times because he would have been this Billy's big boy of the year for about six years running. Because <laughs> thank <laughs> fuck he's back. The big man's back. All right, well, uh, the betting, I do you know I would what? have got way more. Way, you would have got way more. No, I thought, I mean, like, New, Angus crying anytime try scorer and New South Wales 13 plus. Oh, let's just go straight to yours then, shall we? Yeah. Hey? Right. Read out your Is bet that then. mine? Hey? <laughs> it's just written there. Sorry. Go on. I should add more. Damn it. Because I forgot, I didn't, didn't realise all the other teams were playing, all the, the whole rep round. Do you, want right. to, do you want to do something else? Quick. I would we'll like to. Out. Yeah, go on. I would we like do to whatever put we want. Tonga 1 to 12. Yep. Um, and Cobbo any time any time try scorer. All right. There we go. Still New South Wales 13 plus and Angus Crichton any time try scorer. All right. So uh, we'll find out what that is. Yeah. It'll be a lot again. Cause At least it'll be a lot. It'll be a lot. Um, what I, if that, what if, sorry, what if that just wins the 101? <laughs> Corbo won't score and Tonga won't win. And then these two will get up and we've just yeah. dumped 500 bucks. That's all yeah. right. We've won 990. We're almost at 1,000. So New Zealand, Samoa to cover 31 and a half. I love the Cook Islands, but 
I feel that's going to be a carve up that game. Fiji to beat Papua New Guinea with about 17 injuries and New South Wales to win 1 to 12. That is paying $8.22. That's solid. Which I quite like that bet. Hang on, the producer. Mate, honestly. What is this? Have a look at this fun. Have a look at this fun. Sri Lanka. What is he talking cricket? Cricket. cricket. Yep. So or rugby league. New South Wales women's rugby league state of origin side. The Giants netball. Mm-hmm. Fiji. New South Wales in the origin. And this is a good one. You ready for this one? Yeah. Australis. Do you know what Australis is? It's a video game player that's playing in. Oh, no. What's it called, Henry? Henry, is this yours? It's the producer. He's just lost his shit. He's lost I it. I thought that was a, just uh, you just stuffing up your spelling. I Aust- thought Australia. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's Australia. They're not even playing. Australia. Australia. Isn't that a makeup company? I don't know I what's so. going on. Henry or no? Henry. <laughs> so that is paying $56.04. But I, I, I don't know. How do you even look that up? What's Australia? Has he put what that is, bet what on? What is it, Henry? What's Australia? Is it a game? Gaming? Is it like Ronaldinho on that plane in it? No. No? It's, it's is it soccer or what was it? Video games. A video fucking game? It's a video game. Oh my God, we've sunk low. Low. Biggest video game in the world. Yeah, I know. They play Fortnite and shit. Is that right? They got around 20 mil the other year. Well, yeah, League of Legends gets more viewership than like everything except... Not Origin. No, no, no. China, China loves it. China, China loves Origin too. China's Can't get massive enough. in Origin. Indians love Origin. All the big countries. How much? Yeah, that's all right. It's doable. What is Australis? No, his. Oh, his. 162.50. There you go. All right. Uh, so, I can't believe we're betting on video games. That's how bad this year has been for us on the punt. So he's he's so Australis is a person or is it? Five players. Who, are, who are called Australis? Yeah. It's a team. Yeah, it's a team. Wow. Oh, I feel dumber just listening to this. Uh, so in terms of the tips, William, we've like all gone. I should be a gamer. New we, South Wales. we should join our own team. Legi- League the of tape. Legends. We the should t- go into it next year. Pretty we tough. would be awful. Let's go to the Twitter questions. There's been oh, there's been a lot of action here. Why is there so much action here? Because you've been on fire on Twitter. That's why. Oh, because Guru. Hello, Eric. Eric, Eric has retweeted, and then oh, he's uh, he's asked a question too. We'll get to Guru's question in a second, oh, please. Uh, all right. So, William, what's your favourite rivalry in the NRL and all sports? Oh my God, all sports. I said this. I didn't say this a couple of weeks ago. I like Celtics and Lakers. That'll do because there's a lot of these now. Yeah. How do you rank the international teams? Oh, that's Brad Boucher. 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 Bobby Boucher. He's back. Uh, um, how do you rate the international teams on the weekend? Any we should put a bet on for the Rugby League World Cup? I think Tonga would be in the final for the World Cup because I think they'll be better in a World Cup system because so they can warm up into games. I don't think one of, these one-off tests worry me because it's, it's all about combinations and I don't think we have that many combinations. We have some really good individual players, but as I said, like New Zealand have, have b- better combinations when because they, they play club level all the time, all that kind of stuff. We've got really great individual players but we need to collectively come in as a team and I think that'll take four to six weeks and that's what a World Cup does. So um, I think Tonga will be hard to beat. Um, what was the other question? That was it. Who yeah. do you rank, I think? Uh, so Christian Wolf reportedly next in line for the Bulldogs head coach. I haven't heard that. Have that's you heard that? That's bullshit. That's not happening. What's, what are your thoughts on that? His thoughts are it's not happening. Oh, Adelaide Ram guy's back. Do you have a collection of jerseys and memorabilia? And if so, what's your favourite? Or most obscure. Thing. I do have a heap of jerseys. I'm just not one of those blokes who hangs memorabilia up. So you should see your house. It's just riddled with photos yeah. of yourself. It's yeah, exactly. There's nothing. Wallpapers. Um, just. I've swapped jerseys with Sonny Bill, Greg Inglis, Darren Lockyer, Cam Smith, JT, Andrew Johns, um, Roy Asatasi, Jared Hayne, Mark Gaznia, Matt Cooper. Um, yeah, uh, Cam Smith. Like JT, Bill, everyone. So I made sure when I was playing, I knew I'm getting Greggy's jersey, I'm getting Lockyer's jersey. So the amount of jerseys that I do have that I've swapped is fucking ridiculous. Favourite one? I don't know. What's your most obscure? Have you got like... What's obscure? Like weird, random. Mick Neal signed jersey, grand final <laughs> jersey. I wish he had that. <laughs> uh, Dan J wants to know, if the dogs make the eight, will you grow a fro? One last Not time. a chance. Do you reckon you still could, though? Easy. You definitely yeah, could. Haircut still. once a week. 
so here's Eric Growth Jr. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, should Fred have picked Jay? Is this a decent Josh question? Addo, Josh Addo Carr. It's actually him being serious, which is I can't quite strange. I don't know what to do with this. And do you think he didn't because everyone said he should pumped for game two, decided for the Blues? What, did someone hacked into his account and asked a serious him, question? Him. Uh, I, I honestly think Fox deserves to be in the Origin series, but I understand how he's picked Tupo. I would just pick um, Fox simply because of his energy on kick chases. And everything that he does is always at 100%. Where Tupo has that different sort of, you know, very cumbersome sort of running and all that kind of stuff. Like him coming out of yard, he just is, is, is quite good. Like he made over 200 metres. But Fox's little efforts like on little kicks and that. And he doesn't really, doesn't really that make that many mistakes. Like when they went short side, when Ponga went short side. Like I reckon Fox is intercepting that and taking it to the house. Yeah. I honestly do because... I reckon he'd be looking at Ponga going, throw that ball because once Cleary made his decision to come in, he would have come in, sat on that bit and it would have had to be a great ball to reach um, Val Holmes. He would have been sitting there waiting and he would have snatched it. I reckon he would have went to the house. That's the difference. Little plays like that where Tupo, Tupo just defensively he's, he's quite good but like little things where Fox, I think he just has a little bit more energy. Uh, Cooper, Ireland wants to know top eight prediction. Top eight? Fucking hell. Well, there's six. Four. There's six. There's six that are already in. I think they've decided. So then it's out of the dragons, the roosters, the rabbits, roosters, rabbits. Yeah, yeah. I think the yeah, roosters and rabbits. I don't think anyone's going to come out the top, the bottom eight. It's very, you know, win two, lose five, win, you know, win three, lose three. It's all that kind of very inconsistent. That's the difference between bottom teams and top teams. They just they don't really lose, you know, two or three in a row. Here's one. I think. Trident, he says, Roger Tuovasashek made the All Blacks after just 10 games of union. Name any union player that would have the ability to play for the Kangaroos after 10 games of league. He obviously hates union, this bloke. I don't know. I think, I mean, if Artie Sevilla decided to be, uh, to want to play for Australia, I don't think you'd be too far off. Yeah. Maybe a gun left side back rower. Most of their forwards you'd see. I think Artie's probably the only one. They're outside backs. They're still building the All Blacks, so I can't really name them all. I just say 10 years ago, I could name like 10 of them. Nobody's saying kangaroos, so you couldn't even name one Australian player. Two oh, you think Wallabies into, yeah, what, into what the kangaroos? Any Wallabies into the oh, kangaroos? I wouldn't name one. There you go. See? You're I wouldn't even know one. That's what I mean. I just answered that for yeah. you. I, I feel like you're all having a crack at my spot. That's all right. Uh, all right. Well, you, what it. about you? Would you put anyone in? Not one player. Exactly. Anyway. That's what went off. I said Artie Sevilla. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a fair question because yeah. you go straight to the best side in the world. Yeah, that's what I think. And, I think, and I think he could. The All Blacks when are the they, best side in the world. When they were talking about like um, in the preseason, he said that he wouldn't, he wouldn't mind having a crack. And I said, yeah, he could. He could have a decent crack. He'd be good. Stay uh, in union, but play all around the world. 37. Get paid a fortune. Don't get bashed. <laughs> Well, that's it. That is the end right. of the show. Um, Great review. Mazestake.com. You don't even need the thing anymore. You just no. read it out, eh? That's it. Professional. Bet. Well, well, enjoy, uh, enjoy, enjoy Perth, William. Thank for you. Your no I'll beers. Not alcoholic beers. Oh, please. I'll be following Willie more and more. Back in the NRL is Willie Mason. I've forgotten how big Willie actually is. Perhaps the presence of Willie at the Panthers looking at his imposing frame. I'm a 25-minute man. Fuck. Oh, you got skill, son. Uppercut right hand by Big Willie. Too fancy for you. You've been listening to The Take with Willie Mason and co-host Ian Byrne. Produced by Craig Trewick, recorded and engineered by Zig Parker of Green Room Sydney, and presented by the Handshake Media Network. 